Hello, welcome to Creepy Podsta, the Creepy Podsta podcast. I'm the host of the show. It's me, Jeff Kowalski. I do this show every week, even though I'm a big wuss and I'm very scared of spooky stories. I still host this show. We're up. To, we're up in the 40s now. This is what episode 40. Uh, I feel like this is like 44 or something. I don't know. We're getting up there, uh, leading right up to our episode 50, where we'll finally talk about Slenderman. Uh, Dave Slenderman. He's a very popular creepypasta. Uh, he's a big, tall man with no face, tentacle arms. Real nice guy once you get to know him. Uh, anyway, this uh, episode is not about the Slender Man. It is, in fact, about Hachishaku-sama. But before we get to that, I'll introduce my guests I have with me. Returning to the show, both of them, because they were on it last week. Tara Hansen. Hello! And Cole Petrochko. Here I am. Hello. And now this, because last week I had Tara recount it. This week I'll have Cole tell us what Hachishaku-sama is about. So, uh, the story starts in, I'm going to try and find it in this link, uh, with, okay, so, uh, the gist of the story is a, uh, high school boy is visiting his grandparents out in the sticks of Japan, and he hears a weird sound, uh, po-po, po-po-po, po-po, <laughs> and he looks over, and he sees, uh, a woman wearing, uh, I, I assume, like, a kind of sun hat and a white dress, uh, standing behind a fence. And at first he's like, oh, that's kind of weird. But then he realizes that the fence is roughly eight feet tall, which is where this monster gets its name, uh, because apparently the uh, shaku is a unit of measurement that is roughly one foot uh, long. So uh, he recounts seeing this very tall woman after she disappears to his grandparents, and they freak out. They're like, whoa, you just wait here. Wait here. Chill out. Uh, and they bring in a a uh, local, I assume, spiritualist who relates to this uh, this teenager that he has been visited by Hachi Sakusama, and she uh, likes I'm, I'm doing air quotes with my fingers uh, young men, and if she likes you, that means that she is going to disappear you. Uh, and the reason that she appears in this town is because her spirit was confined into the town by four uh, stone idols that uh, corral her into the town. And so uh, a ritual is performed where he is locked in a room overnight and uh, the room is surrounded in purifying artifacts like runes drawn on the walls and purifying salt. And, uh, he's put in a situation where he's not allowed to leave the room, and no matter what, he can't leave until 7 a.m. The monster, uh, pretends to be his grandfather, and tries to trick him out of the room before that 7 a.m., uh, point. The next day, uh, they sort of black bag him and put him into a van with a bunch <laughs> of other people who are related to him, and they try and hightail yeah. him out of town, uh, <laughs> where he's past the point of the runes, uh, corralling this monster in. Uh, and and that's, that's sort of the gist of it. They get him out of the town, but he's never allowed to return back to the town for fear that uh, Hachi Shakusama will uh, find him and kill him. Uh, do you want to go into... Is that good? Is that a good summary? <laughs> yeah. No, that was, that was good. That's pretty much the whole thing. I tried my uh, best. Uh, I actually... Uh, 
Tara sent me a translation of this, uh, that someone, it was a scary story from 2chan, which was the, uh, the Japanese precursor to 4chan, uh, which was the, uh, less outwardly racist precursor to 8chan. Uh, <laughs> which, uh, uh, but then I found another, uh, I was just Googling to, to bring up the webpage on my computer, and I found another story, uh, another translation of the story on scaryforkids.com, uh, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's good, it's, uh, it's got a little less of the clumsiness, it, like, reads a little better in English, um, but it's pretty much the same exact thing, uh, I, I just, it didn't occur to me, like, oh yeah, I guess this is appropriate for for children, because there's no, like, gore or swears or anything. It's just, like, there's a ghost and it's gonna follow you. Actually, I mean, there is that one part where they're in the van and the boy opens his eyes and his grandfather or whatever is like, shut your fucking eyes! They, they felt the need oh, to put yeah, that yeah, yeah. in the, you know, in the story. <laughs> it was really important that they, they put that there. Yeah, that's just, uh, changed to, uh, the man beside me shouted, close your eyes. Uh, in the scary for kids version, <laughs> uh, the the top bar says scary for kids, all in lowercase, all one word, and then underneath the tagline is even scarier for adults. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's true. I don't think anything that's scary to kids is more frightening to adults. <laughs> Except maybe, like, maybe being kidnapped. Or, or like, the, inevi the inevitability of death. Yeah, it's, like, maybe something where an adult understands it more, but uh, I feel like this story's simple enough that it's gonna be very scary to a kid, and, like, uh, it's pretty good. I like it. Uh, I think it's a, a spooky concept. I can imagine it as, like, a... a like a Junji Ito comic or something. Because uh, it's about a tall, misshapen monster that makes a weird noise. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of the, the mental picture I had while I was reading the story. It was a very Junji Ito stylized, stylized wow, uh, monster and setting. It's kind of very similar to a lot of his stories where it's like a boonies type village and like, you know, kids visiting their families or with a family and then things go horribly awry. It's worth noting that um, the reason that I first found this story is because um, they actually do use uh, Hachishaku-sama in Fatal Frame 5. I think that's what it is. It's the, the oh. Wii one. And um, they have this mechanic in the game where you get a fatal glance. It's like you touch the ghost and it shows you how they died, which is pretty cool. But this ghost, this is like terrifying looking eight foot tall woman who like says really like mean and cryptic things to you. She doesn't have a fatal glance. Like she's the only one in the game that doesn't have it. And like after playing the game, which in, in general, like wow. they're not creepy. I, I would, like, literally, like, be walk around my house and be scared of seeing this, like, creepy woman, like, out my window. <laughs> they do have a part where she, like, peers in the window of, like, a third floor, like, a second floor building and, like, taps on the window. And, like, I would literally, like, be, like, showering. And you know how you close your eyes when you're, like, rinsing? And then I was afraid I'd open them and see her, like, peeking in the shower and stuff like that. So, like, for me, that's what made the story, like, actually pretty scary. Yeah, I, uh, I, that, that lines up with the origin given of her, where it's, it says that she was more powerful than a regular yokai, so she had to just be, like, confined to the village. She couldn't be trapped in an object. Uh, so yeah, I guess she's, uh, she's got a mysterious origin. I actually looked to see if Junji Ito had ever drawn this, this figure or anything like it, and I, I'm proud to say, uh, 
I did not find any results, but three of the results on the front page are links to my website because they contain the words Junji Ito and Hachi Shaku Soma. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I always put a like reading list at the end of my posts, um, and one of the reading list items has been this story for a while now. Because uh, Tari, you suggested this a while ago, and I'm like, yep, we'll definitely cover that eventually. And now we're finally getting around to it. And then it was now, and then I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, how do we how do we like this story? It's good. I like it a lot. I uh, I don't know. I think it's it's good. It's not um, Japan creepypastas always tend to have like well not always but a lot of the like really good ones tend to be like instructional like hide and seek alone and things like that things that you're supposed to do like by yourself to really get spooked and tests of courage. But this one is just kind of like um oh, I forget I think it's called the Kwaidan. It's just like a, a book of very old style like scary Japanese stories and this is what that reminds mm. me of. And I really like that. Cole, Cole, what do you think of this one? Um, so the consistent theme that I really like, and I think we covered this in last week's episode, sort of, um, is that a lot of these horror monsters from Japan, they have an out, sort of. So it's like, even though oh, yeah. this thing is like, it's gonna chase you to the ends of the world, it's like, well, for all intents and purposes, like, you know, oh, you know, it's confined to this area, or as in last week's episode, you can opt to not play the game, or you can try and play the game, and it's possible to win. This is different from those, but I think in a good way. Whereas, uh, so I, I didn't want to spoil the ending while I was recounting it, but the ending is, uh, it turns out that one of the figures, runes, whatever, holding, uh, Hachi Shaku Sampa, uh, Sama into the town were broken, and it was the one facing the direction of where this kid lives. So, bum, 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 the monsters escape the town and is yeah. probably chasing them down. Oh my god. Um, so it, it, it has that kind of, uh, like, unstoppable force that's driven to find you and will chase you to the end of the world. It's sort of like, uh, what's that one horror movie that just came out not that long ago? Uh, the STD Ghost? It Follows. It Follows, yeah. yeah sort it of follows. like the It Follows uh, creature. Yeah, I, uh, I I like the the sort of just before the smash cut to the credits is the the like you could imagine the phone call dubbed over like a close up of the stone idol smashed and then it would cut to the credits. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's got a very the whole story has a very cinematic feel and I like that little twist ending. Uh, the other translation I saw uh, ends with uh, it says uh, it's it's got a different ending. It says uh, the grandmother called um, and said that she was diagnosed with cancer and wanted to see the main character before she dies. Uh, and she, the main character says, uh, "Are you sure? What about all that with uh, Hachi Shaku-sama?" And she says, "It's fine. It happened a long time ago." Uh, and then he's like, "What about the ghost?" Uh, and then there's a silence, and it makes the po 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 sound again, and then it ends. Yeah. I actually read that one as soon as he started talking about it I was like oh it's the ghost calling him being like hey man I'm coming back to town I'm dying but it's not really her I actually yeah. like in the other yeah I uh, I <laughs> 
No, go ahead. Oh, I, I was saying uh, in the other version, I actually preferred that version because the kid gets a call from his grandpa, who earlier in the story, when the ghost tries to, or when the creature tries to coax him out of the room when they're when he's doing the purification ritual, um, uses his grandpa's voice to try and coax him out of the room. And then later, his grandpa's dead, but then he gets a call from his grandpa, and then not that long after that, the grandma calls him and is like, hey, so the stone idol's broken, and also this ghost is probably trying to find you. So, like, I, I like that there was the consistent, it's pretending to be your grandpa, as opposed to, like, changing it up. It, like, it, it chose a target that it wants to try and imitate. I don't know. I like the consist. I like consistency in my ghosts. <laughs> I don't think it. Um, it didn't. Yeah, it, it didn't. Well, <clears throat> uh, I, I think you were confused because in the story, it says I talked to my grandpa over the phone. I asked him if he had called me that nightmarish night, and he said he didn't. He confirmed it. Um, but that's before his grandfather dies. Oh, okay. Well, still, he's trying to be the grandpa. That's that's kind of what I was going for. Just the. That the grandpa was the the consistent voice of this weird spirit. It also, uh, yeah, I like that it it's it seems to be some sort of family ghost because uh, it tries to imitate the grandparents, and then they say they're trying to confuse it by filling the car with family members. Uh, that's interesting uh, that you could confuse a ghost by uh, being near blood relatives. Yeah, I guess they all have the same, like, family vibe. But also, how does he, he... Like, he gets in the van, right? And he sees all these people, and he's like, oh, it's a van full of people. But he doesn't know he's related to them. He's They're just like, oh, by the way, these are all your blood relatives. And he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that kind of makes sense. Uh, I, I have, like, a bunch of cousins I don't think I would recognize on sight. <laughs> Alright, well, maybe it's just me then. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Uh, yeah. I also like that the ghost uh, I likes think people, but it's clearly not in love with them because it doesn't take time to get to know them <laughs> and can be confused by other blood <laughs> yeah, relatives there's... being in the same car. There's no dates, it just loves their blood. <laughs> Um, uh, I like that it, we never get the the mist. We never solve the mystery of why, uh, like, what the ghost will do if it gets him. That's a little spooky. That's true. They just disappear. But I think that's like the whole like that's a theme in a lot of uh, Japanese like ghost stories is the the whole like being spirited away thing. Like I, I've mm. played several games and read several stories where it's like it's like the ultimate like you just disappear. As I think at some point in history, it's like whenever people would disappear, they'd be like, oh, yeah, they're spirited away. And it could uh, honestly just be like they just like left town or, you know, didn't leave a forwarding address or whatever. But it became common to be like, oh, you'll be spirited away if you go here or if you see this ghost or whatever it may be. Yeah, that's uh, consistent with um, similarly old European folk tales of being uh, taken by fairies or elves. Um, it's, uh, I guess, a long time ago, you just didn't know well, what happened if someone went away and you didn't see a body. <laughs> uh, so a lot of folk tales are just kind of like, well, who knows what happens? A ghost steals you and then you're gone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about it. If Even if like they did eventually find the body it's not like they had DNA testing to be like, whose body is this? We'll never know. Oh, well. Yeah, they're just like, well, well it's a skeleton, so mm, that's it. <laughs> uh, so I liked this story. Uh, Cole, what was your spookiest part of this? 
Uh, I really like getting going back into how this is a very uh, movie scripted kind of feel. Like it, it, you're reading it and it plays out kind of like a, a scene from a film. Um, I really like the attention to detail where he's locked in the room and he looks around the room and he notices that the purification stall starts, starts getting blackened as the night goes on. And then he wakes up and it's like almost completely yeah. black. I thought that that was really cool. Also, uh, at the end of the story, when they're driving away in the van and they finally are out of range of the ghost, um, he's holding this wooden plate and there's a spot of corruption on it. And the, the medium woman looks at it and she's just like, oh, it's probably fine. Here, take this different plate. <laughs> um, and then clearly at the end of the story, it is not fine. The ghost has escaped and this guy's probably dead. Yep. Yeah. So those are Tara, what about you? What's the, the spooky part? Um, I really liked when he was in the room. Uh, I really liked that uh, because she's so tall, I liked that she could just like knock on the window. Be like, hey, uh, it's just, that was really creepy to me. Just the whole like him being locked in the room and the ghost like imitating the voices of like his, his, grandma, uh, his grandpa being like, oh, you can come out now. Everything's fine. And you know, obviously, as someone who's reading this and knowing it's a scary story, you're like, that's not your grandpa! Don't open the door! Yeah. But I, I don't know, I just really liked the the whole, like, her knocking on the window. Um, and yeah, just being locked in the room in general, and not having any contact with anyone outside to know, like, what's going on, or if it's okay. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, for me, I think, uh, similarly tying into that, it's sort of a metatextual aspect of the story where the main character does not really understand what's going on, but everyone else in the story is like, okay, it's this again. We had this happen 15 years ago. It's like every 10 or 15 years we have to do this. We, we, we know we get the deal. Uh, and I, I like that. It's just like they, uh, they hand a plate and they're just like, here, hold this. Go in there, watch TV, poop in that bucket if you need to. Uh, just don't, don't come out. Whatever you do, don't come out. And they're like, the, the main character is just like, I, I guess. Yes, so, uh, and I, I like that. I think that, uh, uh, kind of like they didn't do anything wrong. They don't know what's happening, but everyone else has it like taken care of. And I, I, I think that's kind of scary to not know. Yeah, definitely. Like you're left in the dark and everyone's just like, oh yeah, you know, routine. Yeah. Uh, do we have any final thoughts on, on Hachishaku-sama? Um, if any, I feel like if, uh, you know, this is like a, a shameless, like, I like video games plug, but you should definitely look up, like, a video of, um, the tall woman from the Fatal Frame game. I think, like, just having the visual really helps when reading the story, because it's just really creepy looking. Oh, yeah, that reminds me of, uh, there's a, the tall ghost Lisa in PT. Uh, oh, yeah. Similarly, like, impossibly tall and in a white dress. Oh, uh, yeah. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's just a cultural consciousness thing. I feel like uh, ghosts in white dresses is probably a common Japanese thing. I'm pretty sure the girl in the ring has a white dress. Yeah. Uh, I think the girl in the grudge, I think the girl in the grudge also has one. And I think the girl in the ring and the girl in the grudge will be fighting in this summer's uh, Sayaka versus uh, whatever the other one's name is. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, Stop. The, the Ring versus The Grudge. It's a real movie. Yeah, but I don't want to talk uh, about it. 
did you uh, i uh, sorry sadako versus kayako oh my god uh yeah i did you see the video uh of them doing the uh opening pitch at a baseball game no uh the the um it was first teased as an April Fool's joke, but then they were like, no, it's real. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, to promote the movie, the girl from the grudge comes out with the little boy from the grudge and delivers a pitch to the girl from the ring, uh, and she hits it real good, like right down the third base line. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird how good the two of, the two of them are at baseball. Uh, um, yeah, the, that whole, I, this is like, this is Japan's Freddy versus Jason, and I'm very happy about it. <laughs> yeah, but then it'd also be like if Jason hit like a home run before the movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, I, like, I want, I, I want, like, I wanted like a New York Yankees game to open with, uh, Batman delivering a pitch to Superman. <laughs> Just like, straight up get Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill out there on the diamond and be like, alright, we're first each other in baseball first and then you can go see Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice in theaters this April? Did that movie come out in April? Jesus. Oh. <sighs> oh um, okay. On a different note, what? it's also worth mentioning that a lot of people consider um, Hachi Shaku-sama to be a Japanese Slenderman. So there you go, the, the segue. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was about to say uh, oh, yeah, perfect. there's probably just this commonality of like gaunt distended people <laughs> Like, just generally being a very creepy thing. Very, like, abnormally large, thin creatures that are in some way supernatural. It's kind of a common creepy theme, I think, for all people. And creep you away forever. Yeah. Yeah, trees are alive. I imagine I imagine Slenderman probably... Uh, I don't know which one came first. Slenderman was invented in 2007. I feel like he... Uh, if this is actually any kind of old folktale, uh, then he took inspiration from there. Yeah. Uh, although, is it? I don't know. I don't. I don't know that they're necessarily uh, linked, or that one may or may not have influenced the other. But I, th- I think it's more what Cole was saying with the like commonality between cultures of like this thing that is scary that yeah. lots of people consider scary. Just a tall, spooky creature that takes you away without any sign of you, and you're just gone forever. Yeah, actually, I'm looking now uh, at the the 2chan archive, uh, and it was... Uh, actually, this might be posting right near the 8th anniversary of Hachichaku-sama. Hachichaku-sama. Uh, August 2008. Uh, so probably not... Uh, anything to do with Slenderman since it was before Slenderman kind of became a cultural phenomenon, but like around the same time of its creation. Huh. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, so that's, uh, that's Hachishaku-sama. Um, where can the people find you online if they would like to do so, Cole? Uh, stare into the sun. You know, get one of those little boards where you cut a hole in the, the thing. <laughs> Hold it up during an eclipse, and you'll find me. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll be there. Uh, <laughs> Tara, what about you? Um, I'll I'll just plug my Tumblr again because that's the only like aside from private like public social media I use. It's uh, Oyasumi Aiko. O-Y-A-S-U-M-I-A-I-K-O. Um, I got Vor and Guru, and also cute things like cats. Yay! 
Perfect. Uh, and of course, you can find me as usual, funtimes.online, uh, aka weaponizedlanguage.com. And there you can listen to this show. You can listen to my show about Reddit. You can listen to my show about Pokemon. You can listen to other episodes of this show, etc., etc., etc. There's so much of it. Um, that's all there is to say, and uh, I don't want to just end it with po 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 Yeah, you gotta That's do the it. the only line in... Uh, no, um, uh, maybe I'll cut... I'll edit something in here. Uh... <laughs> That's a that's a common thing with uh, I've noticed with Japanese horror is uh, sound effects in uh, in Japanese are not spooky said out loud uh, like po 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 is yeah that's real spooky to read but I can't imagine something reading that uh, like saying that and it being spooky. Well, the thing is, you have to you also have to say it in a very deep like it specifies it's like a man's voice so like you have to have yeah it's like something like that um but at least they have the common theme of creepy children's songs because if you give children anything to sing in unison it automatically becomes creepy yeah perfect okay so goodbye audience forever thanks for playing